Hey guys, welcome to Locked Up Down Under. Um, this is my first crack at a podcast, so I've, I figured there's not a whole lot of groups for women and families to talk about everything that goes on, you know, what really happens in prisons in Australia. So, as an ex-prisoner myself, I thought I would start this up and, you know, get the conversation happening. So... I'm Dee, I'm from Brisbane, um, Australia obviously, and I spent four years in Brisbane Women's Correctional Centre. Um, not going to specify what for, um, but you know, like, it's, a, it's an interesting experience and I wanted to create a safe platform so everyone can kind of know what it's like to be in prison, not only that, you know, create a conversation where everyone can send in some stuff and we can all talk about everything that happens. So, I um I grew up on the south side of Brisbane, which, you know, back in the day was a bit rough. Um, and you could say I got into the wrong crowds. So, when I was a, a lot younger than what I am now, I had a couple of my supposed friends, you know, decide that I should take the rap for a couple of things that happened. And I ended up getting a one-way ticket to jail. And I can tell you, like, it was it was eye-opening for me. You know, I knew, I knew that what I had done was wrong, but I didn't realise what I was getting into. So I'm, I'm going to run you through probably a couple of the naughty things that I did on the way to jail like um <laughs> sneaking a phone into watch house and eventually getting caught from it with it because I was trying to <laughs> get to the hospital so I could escape yeah that didn't end really well <laughs> I still ended up in jail um but you know it's everyone thinks that you know prisoners have it easy and everything like that and no one really has the perspective of what actually goes on. Like, watch houses are absolutely putrid. I would not wish anyone to stay in those conditions. I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy. But, you know, it's apparently okay for people to live in. And it's okay for women to stay in for seven days straight with a shower once every three days. And it's okay for men to stay in for up to two weeks straight. Like, that's not cool in my eyes. Like, I just can't register how that's okay so I I spent my time in Beanley Watch House and I was transported to jail from there and it it's so it's such a degrading process that people I don't I don't know some people think it's cool to go to jail I I did at the time I thought it was like really cool but you know like it's it's degrading to get naked in front of people and, you know, have them, you know, write down every tattoo you've got, every piercing that you've had, you know, little marks that you have on your body that, you know, that are things for you. So it, I was really, really like a culture shock for me when I got to jail. Um, not only that, like my first phone call was obviously to someone in my family and they basically were like you're in jail I'm done with you and I think because 
you know, I, I'll admit it, I was, I was shitting bricks, like, I was so scared, I was like, well, what's, what's gonna happen, you know, am I gonna, how am I gonna survive, like, and, you know, it's not, it's not as easy as everyone thinks, so, I, yeah, I ended up getting processed at the jail, I rung one of my family members, and they said, you know, we don't want anything to do with you, and, you know, Basically, I had a like a minor mental breakdown in front of this screw about fucking, you know, how did I how did I end up here? But I think at the time that was just me processing everything that was going to happen. Like this was going to become my home for the next few years. Um, I I will tell you this now. I did get out on parole. I did breach my parole, and I ended up in Townsville Jail. So I've kind of had a bit of a culture experience everywhere. Um, now, Brisbane Jail. Let's just deep dive into it. There are some women in Brisbane Jail which completely changed my perspective on life. Like, I went in there so close-minded about, you know, crime and my friends and, you know, ride and die and stuff like that. And... A few, a few of these women, and I will praise them till the day I die. Completely changed my perspective on that. You know, you you go in there and you you know you have co-offenders that turn on you and stuff like and stuff like that. Well, you know, crownies. And you go in there and you realize that, you know, people that you thought were your ride and dies aren't aren't there, and the only people that you can really build relationships with uh, maybe the friends that you make in there, that, that trust that you can get every now and then, or your family or your partner. So it, it was really hard. My, my first few months in there were really hard. Um, fortunately, I've got a massive personality, so I did get along with quite a few girls. Um, I, I, dated, <laughs> I dated for a bit when I was in there. Um, but you know, that's just, that's just me. I just, I get attracted to personalities. It just happens. Um, I, I was real. I was really surprised about, you know, the amount of things that go on in there. The, you know, the girls that are really struggling and then there's nothing, nothing happening. And um, I still think about that now, and I've been out for a, a really long time. I I really felt that we, that not we, like the system failed in so many ways, and I still believe that to this day. Like my my best friend, he's he's in jail for life, and like I, well, you know, till he gets parole. Um, and I feel like the system fails him and they fail so many people. Like, um, you know, when I went in there, I could have better educated myself and stuff like that. But, you know, the opportunities to grow, well, to grow as a person really weren't as big as I, you know, as you think they are. You think, you know, your parents go on when you're younger, oh, you know, taxpayers pay for this and that. And honestly, you're paying. You're paying the wage of a screw. We, you know, you know, you go to work in women's jail and you make fuck all, and you know you're limited with buy up and you, 
it's not as glamorous as everyone thinks. Like um, the camps, the camps are great. I I never personally got to be camps because um, I was a little bit of an asshole. But <laughs> you know, um, it's hold on. I'm gonna go and have a quick smoke, and then I'm gonna come back to this because my brain's processing like five things at once. So just bear with me. And I'm back. Um, now processing you know everyone you know processing normally takes about half a day to for you to leave the watch house so I left the watch house probably I'm thinking like six o'clock in the morning to get to um Brisbane women's you know like I don't know seven thirty, eight o'clock and then I didn't go into secure till about 2 p.m and then you know you have muster and all that kind of stuff um it's a long process and it's not just like long physically, it's long mentally because you know, if you're if you're if you're a first timer in jail and you're not, you know, you're not used to this, it is really overwhelming to have, you know, your freedom gone like that. Um, fair enough, I'd already been in the watch house for long enough, so my freedom was well and truly gone. But, you know, there's a couple of girls that you know, go to court thinking they're going to be all right and they end up coming to jail two or three days later after spending time in the watch house. It's a really overwhelming thought driving into the jail. You know, you drive in, you get closed in a tunnel and then you drive again and then you get dropped off at admin. And, you know, you're wearing your clothes or the last bit of you before you go into, you know, jail. And then, you know, you sign your phone and all that over and all your personal things. And, you know, if you've got jewellery that your family members are giving you, you, you have to give up that stuff. And it's it's a really draining process. Like, um, I know you can keep a wedding band or something like that. I wasn't married at the time. Um, so, yeah, it, it becomes quite a bit. Um... So after that, you you shower, you shower with someone watching you, um, which is kind of you know it's it's really degrading for. I think that's just you know in case you're hiding something. I, I wasn't one of those people. Um, hold on. It's 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 really um, it's eye opening to have someone that watch you because they they've already made an assumption on you as a person um fair enough i was i'm not gonna lie i was an absolute see you in the northern territory i had done some really fucking interesting things to end up where i ended up um i also had some very interesting i don't know what do you want to call them friends that weren't friends in the end so i yeah after you shower, you get, you know, you get given your blues, you get a certain set, you get your shoes, your thongs. Have to lie, Rocco, no, I don't have to lie. Rocco's thongs are fucking amazing. They're just, like, because they're the double pluggers. No, that, that probably doesn't mean anything. They're really good. I've struggled to find a good pair since then. Um, given your thongs and, you know, your, your toiletries that'll last you till first buy-up. Any cash that you've got's got to go into your accounts. You make your phone call. You run through everything that you know your court dates. If you've got court dates coming up and stuff like that, and 
the whole process of how you're going to go into jail, you get your picture taken, get your ID card, um, and it's, it's a, yeah, it's a lengthy process, and after all that's done, you get given your sack, and you sit in a holding cell until, you know, the secure's ready to take you. Now, it'd be shit, hold on, let's figure out its format. If you were processed at muster time, because muster can take fucking, you know, 40, 50 minutes, even when I got up to residential, you know, sometimes muster would fucking take an hour because everyone was too busy fucking around. Um, Sorry, I thought I had do not disturb on my phone. Clearly, I was wrong. Um, So, yeah, um, you know... Probably little things that sometimes people don't realise, like muster time. Phones obviously get cut off probably 10 minutes in advance before muster. Sometimes muster changes. Um, really depends on the screw on the day if they're in a fucking mood about something. Um, you know. The, the, the first night for me was... I don't know. I think it was a bit of like... Oh, it's hard to explain. There's a bit of clarity and it was a bit shit at the same time. Like I was where I needed to be to come clean and, you know, start whatever fucking process I needed to do to get myself back together. Um, so yeah, let's just, yeah, I'm giving a lot of information for, for 13 minutes. So, um... Townsville jail though that's fucking full on like it is you know I've haven't been to a a jail like that no I don't think I ever want to go to another jail like that I don't think I want to go to jail again um it's yeah some some officers man like they were just fucked and the treatment that you would get for no fucking reason was just it's astounding like, some mornings I remember waking up going, well, fuck, did I breathe wrong today for you to fucking come down on me like this? And it was insane. Um, but I'm I'm basically going to, you know, I'm going to try and give you some, I don't know, not, not pointers or anything. I might just try and give you some perspectives of some people who know in jail and I think that if this kind of takes off, maybe someone can write to me and tell me how they're feeling. And, you know, we can have a really, you know, open podcast about this kind of stuff. Um, I, I, I want to do something like this so everyone knows that they're not alone. And this is not, you know... We're going to create a safe environment for everyone to talk to each other and not talk, but listen, in, you know, it's always, it's always good to sometimes just listen and know that you're not the only one going through hell and back as well. And yeah, I might leave this here and if it gets a good response, we'll, we'll see how we go, but I do realise I have rambled on about a bunch of shit that may not even affect anyone. But 
you know, it's sometimes you could, it's sometimes good to speak your truth and speak about things that people don't want to talk about. So, yeah, um, I'll, I'll check on this and then <laughs> I'll see how we go. Okay. See you guys later.